You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Ben Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. Brace, and I'm here with my husband Sean, and we're doing episode 24, and it's called What Are We Talking About? So, over the last 23 episodes, we've talked a lot about mission, missional communities, going out into our communities. So, this episode is all about recapping all of that. So, if you haven't listened to one single podcast, this is the one to do it on if you want to catch up and get a short version of everything that we've discussed in our last few episodes. Yeah, this specifically was brought to my mind by a friend of mine I was talking to this last week, Ronald ODR. What's up, Ronald? I know you listen faithfully. Thanks for doing that. And he was just talking about how he tries to um, uh, recommend the podcast to various people, and he says, well, listen to this one. No, listen to that one and so forth. And I thought, well, let's just do a very brief summary of kind of all the big ideas that we've been talking about. And then if you find it interesting enough, then you can go back and start picking through the uh, the other episodes that have a little bit more depth to the various topics. So this is going to be a summary, a review of the big ideas that we're trying to uh, impress upon our listening audience. And so we're just going to say when we're talking about being on mission and we're talking about why things have to change, this is what it looks like and this is what, we, uh, what we're trying to get across to our listening audience. So so the reason why we started this podcast was to you know get these ideas across and just to like look at our church as a whole, um, look at the Adventist community, look at the Christian community as a whole, and look at what is working and what's not working. And with the well, vast, nothing's working. With the vast majority <laughs> of people, especially millennials, leaving the church setting, um, something's got to change. Yeah, so that's the big idea. That's the first big idea, is that what we're doing isn't working. We're not experiencing community. We're not, we're not reaching people. We're becoming increasingly irrelevant as our last episode said, that you have not listened to yet, Camille, with our good friend Ty. Yes, I'm going to. We are dying a slow, painful death of irrelevance. And Camille, you have, once again, a few stats to demonstrate just how we are not reaching our communities and impacting them to any significant degree. Yeah, so we did a stat show, which was still to date, like my favorite podcast that we episode that we did that included myself. Um, and that was episode nine for those so who might want to go back. So I gave a bunch of stats. I'm just going to hit one of them up, which was on any given weekend. So we're talking Saturday or Sunday. Only 4% of millennials are attending a church service. 4%. So it's, I mean, the number is just like staggering and um, just crazy to think about. Yeah. And then the other two stats, so these were not included in that um, episode nine, but these are from Bible.org. And I recently shared these stats um, at a women's conference that I did in Georgia Cumberland uh, that I had an amazing time at. 
Um, so 95% of all Christians have never won a soul for Christ. And 80% of all Christians do not consistently witness for Christ. Um, deliberately. Deliberately, like yes. Yeah. So to me, these stats, and I, I shared these stats and I said, this was me up until I was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, I did the door-to-door, you know. Every once in a leave while. Leave your Thanksgiving bag. Or yeah, sure, I tried to witness on the basketball basketball court in high school and have a good attitude. But it wasn't until I was 28 years old, and I think I probably shared this a lot in my story that whatever episode that was, that I had a... Episode 18, had if you want to go friends outside of um, our Adventist faith. Yeah. And so how do we expect people to make disciples if we're not actually um, getting outside our own church walls and our own church community? That's right. Yeah, so it even complicates it more for us because we live in the state of Maine in the United States. And the state of Maine, along with New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, are the most non-religious states in the United States. And so, I mean, we, we're we like in the, in the cradle of secularism. In the state of Vermont, for example, only 18% of the population goes to any denomination on any given weekend. And in Maine, which is the second least, is only 20% of the population. So we're just kind of beating our heads against the wall. And if you want a really refreshing and uh, direct um, uh, sense of that, just go back and listen to one previous episode, episode 23, with our friend Ty. It's called Ty Unfiltered. Uh, but we're just, we're just becoming increasingly irrelevant and um, we're not making disciples, which is the great mission, and we are not experiencing community to any great degree, and uh, we're not living and preaching the gospel. So that's the first idea. And I don't think, and I think it's not to say that we have all the answers. Um, Sean and I don't know exactly what the end looks like. Yeah, this is why it's called Mission Lab. It's a uh, you know, experimental it's a learning, learning. Yeah. Um, so we don't have all the answers, but what we do know is that what we've been doing for the past, you know, 150 years. Yes. Well, a hundred years. Past a hundred years is we know is not working anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, how can we think outside the box? Mm-hmm. We need to do something because we can't keep doing the same thing we're doing, mm-hmm. expecting different results. That's right. We need. We, we, what we need is a major paradigm shift. We just can't kind of tweak things here and there. We can't just kind of rearrange things and say, oh, man, if we just put on a better program, then they'll come. We need a seismic paradigm shift. So that's kind of the second uh, big idea is that what we need to be is a church and a group of people who are on mission being sent out. We are largely, historically, Christianity has been attractional, which means we have been putting on programs in our buildings and trying to get people to come to us. But what Christ has called us to do is to go out. He said in John chapter 20, as the Father has sent me, so send I you. So as, as God the Father sent Jesus to this earth, we are called to go out and and step outside the uh, walls of our, our buildings and not think of church merely as a program that takes place in a building, not think of mission that is a program that takes place in a building, but thinking of it as God's people doing 
everyday things with gospel intentionality. So we as God's people living out the gospel in everyday life. So that's- And this is what I love about this idea is that for the first time in my life within the last like two years, so two years ago, I really started living my life for the first time with gospel intentionality with everyone that I get together with, mm-hmm. with um, people that are in my community, really just trying to be, um, to bless others, mm. to be out there yeah. and show Christ's love, um, finding ways to bless them, whether that's um, giving them a ride if they need one, whether that's shoveling their driveway. I mean, these are basic things, yeah. but we can't expect to fully share Christ's love um, and his like yearning for us until we can actually meet people's Mm -hmm. physical Mm -hmm. and emotional needs first. And it's just been, even though I went to um, Seventh-day Adventist schools my whole life and, uh, and and I've had a relationship with Christ, uh, I, you know, I would say for basically my, my entire life in a, in a, in a positive one. And I've done a lot of prayer conferences and I've, and I've gone to different um, churches and events and all that type of stuff. And, and I had this relationship with Christ, it wasn't until really two years ago that I, well, maybe a little before then, that really tried to start sharing Christ um, and just be living and being mm-hmm. a part of my community mm-hmm. and on a daily basis. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so it's it's Saturday, I'm going to church, and I'm going to really try to uh, mm-hmm. invite people or whatever. Yeah. It's it's just been more in e- churches and every day experience now for yes. me. And that has just been so awesome. I know my sister-in-law would say the same thing that... Um, Ellie, she was on episode six, I believe. Yeah, that this has been life-changing for her, where you just totally look she at your week... She was literally saying that last night. Yeah, you look at your week differently... Episode seven, ...than sorry. how we used to view it. Yeah. And how you kind of go about right. your week, and then Saturday is that day you go to church, yeah. and then you kind of start all over again. Yeah. And, and like Ty said in the last episode, we go out and we bless people... For their sake, not for our sake. Yeah. Now, of course, we're going to be blessed as we're blessing. But anyway, uh, so then kind of the big idea number three is we as God's people are not trying to put on programs or hold events that we're just serving the nameless masses, but we are actually investing in people with names and faces and stories and trying to do life with them. So... We are living incarnationally, which simply means to take up residence in the neighborhood, literally and you know, spiritually and, and, and theoretically, uh, but we are living incarnationally and seeking to live out the gospel over a long period of time towards specific people, not just the general masses. Again, we've talked about this a lot of times, not just putting on soup kitchens or whatever, but actually slowing down, finding a few people that God has placed in our lives and seeking to do life with them and reach them where they are. And one practical way of doing that, we've talked about this before, is you know think about how many meals you eat a week, about 21, right? Three each day, seven times a week, 21 meals, Pick one, just one of those meals and invite someone over for lunch or for supper. Supper, dinner, uh, Eat yeah. with a coworker at lunch, whatever it may be. Just choose one out of the week and just really start getting to know those people that you interact with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. whether it's a coworker or someone you hang out with, you know, work out at the gym with or anything like that. Um, yeah, and, and just trying to hear their story, um, trying to learn their story. 
episode 15, The Power of Story, um, and then episode 16, I would say, which is a very practical uh, testimony along those lines with our friend Pudge. Um, just, yeah, learning their story, doing life with them, seeking to bless and serve them. Again, the same people, investing them, because as we invest in people, then we can multiply ourselves and it can be exponential as we seek to make disciples and spread the love. And that's literally Christ's method. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what's the awesome thing is that it's not even, it's this is nothing new. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like literally straight from what God yeah. has yeah. said from the very beginning. And we've just... I think a lot of us have just missed it. I know I definitely have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sean has. And so we may be late to the game. I don't know. But like, yeah. you know, if you look at Christ and he was here on three three years on earth and he had 12 guys and he discipled them for mm-hmm. three he years. He did life with them. He said that he would bring them to be with him. They so, ate together. They yeah. they hiked together. That You know, they did all these things. They just did life. Mm-hmm. And that's what Christ is calling us to do with the people that are around us mm-hmm. and to go from there. And that's what the disciples did. They multiplied from there. Mm-hmm. But when we look at our church and we look at the model that we have set up, and this is churches across the board, not just within Seventh-day Seventh Adventists, but we look at the model that we have where the pastor is supposed to bring everybody in. Mm, that's going to be a future episode. Why do we need a pastor? But anyway, go ahead. So when we look at that, that model that model is broken mm-hmm. because yeah, we need everybody in the church being active. Being on mission. Members who are on mission and who want right. to disciple those for the kingdom. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and then number four. What we propose is that the best way to make disciples and to be on mission is to do it as a community on mission. Uh, People are not looking for a church, they're looking for a family. So when we have a gospel-centered community that is living and seeking to live out an other-centered life and seeking to live out the gospel, we find that there is nothing more attractive than that. And so it's one thing for us to be individuals that are blessing and serving, and that's great, but what's going to give it even greater power and and apologetic uh, thrust is if it's a group of people who are doing it. And what we're trying to do as a community, what we call a missional community, you can listen to the kind of introduction to that in episode four, and then uh, most recently in episode 21, we talk about how to start a missional community. Um, but we call them missional communities. And so this missional community is seeking to do life with one another so that we can grow up in the gospel together and so that people can come in and be enveloped with uh, the love that this community has for one another and for others. And uh, we talked about um, an episode, let's see, what was it? Episode 10, which was forming safe communities with our friend Jim Mello. Um we want to form safe communities where we can be vulnerable with one another, we can be open, where we can encourage one another, where we can, you know, lift one another up when we need uh, some type of accountability. Um, so, yeah, and, and people, as I said, within the church, outside the church, are looking for true, true, true fellowship and community. Um, not everyone recognizes that, uh, but that's really going to be... Uh, the best way to be on mission is if we're doing it as a, a community on mission. I mean, 
last night we had one of our missional community gatherings, and Camille, it was powerful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, it's great to connect on a deeper level with yeah. a small group of people, and it was just powerful, 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 powerful. And unfortunately, church. Um, you know, I think I've said this before in, in maybe a past episode, but you know, there's a lot of people who who choose not to go to church or don't go to church anymore because they feel like church is a fake place. Mm, it's not it's superficial. Yeah, and I'm sure that can be said on some level, but I feel like church right now is so much more, it's just not a place that's conducive to having deep conversations. You mm. know, back in the day, people used to come and stay for hours, and people don't do that anymore. Mm. Um, I mean, at, least, some, at least with our context, at least that we find. That's been our experience, yes. um, especially of late. Yeah. Um, so having those groups that can meet and go deep with one another and be vulnerable with one another. You know, Sean, has, we've said before in, in past episodes, to be fully known mm-hmm. is to be fully loved. Well, to be fully known. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what I've said is we can only be feel loved to the degree that we feel known. Yeah, and, I, I do have a little bit of dyslexia, I will say. I think yeah, when it comes to speaking, my family like has yeah, this on-running book yeah, of me yeah, mix, frequently mixing, mixing up sayings. Sayings, putting them backwards, mixing and matching. It's okay. For, I'm, anyway, I'm okay with yeah, that. There's nothing more healing to the sinful human heart than to be fully known and yet fully, fully loved. loved. And we want to do that on a human level as well. And we would say, just to make sure people understand, that these communities, these missional communities are not just inward focused. They are they are founded on the um, mission of making disciples and going out and being on mission towards others. So they're not a small group. They're not a um, they're not a just an inward focused group. So number five, we're, we're, we're winding down here. Number five, I would propose, we haven't maybe explicitly talked about this, but it's kind of been woven through everything we've said. We need, going back to the idea of a paradigm shift, we need to completely reorganize our entire churches around making disciples and doing community. So um, we, we cannot have different ministries in the church, like men's ministries, women's ministries, personal ministries, all these other, we need to, we need to sell out to missional communities. We're still going to gather together as multiple missional communities on Saturday in our case. Uh, but we need to, we need to push all of ministry, all of evangelism, all of mission, all of disciple making into that missional community experience. So, um, so yeah, we just need to sell out to this if we're going to truly impact the uh, our communities to the degree that I think we need to, so that we can be uh, a relevant voice in our cities and towns and neighborhoods. And I think if you still have a hard time grasping the idea of missional communities, because even when I shared this a couple of weeks ago when I was speaking, um, it can be kind of confusing. I know Sean doesn't think it is; he thinks it's very it's basic, really simple. But, but if you do have questions about forming missional communities, go back to um, our episode 21. Episode 21. But not only that, don't hesitate to text or email yes. or, you know, give Sean a call. Tweet, Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Um, to get more clarification because it, it can be confusing. And some of the questions yeah. I had are, you know, do you 
um, are you only in a mission community with, you know, people of your own age group? And, ah. you know, there's just a lot of different questions like that, which is not the case. Uh, missional community ideally is, is people in your community that God has placed, um, yeah, in, yeah. in your life. It, there's just <laughs> a lot of, there's that? a lot, well, there's a lot of aspects it's to just it. It's very simple. Find four to six other people that want to impact their community, start hanging out with them. Start eating, start praying, and asking God to show you who you've been sent to, and go serve those Sean's people. Sean's very much simplifying it. It's very it's, simple. E- yeah, it's simple because we know that model, babe, but... Yeah. yeah. You know, if you've never heard the model, it can yeah. be a little confusing. And we so. would uh, recommend, kind of as a big uh, overview as well, uh, the best book I have found on this is called Saturate, Saturate by Jeff Vaynerself. There actually is another one, and I did not come prepared to cite this, so I'm going to roll over here in my chair. Camille, you talk. You you make funny jokes or something while I'm rolling over I here. I did actually want to share one other quote, which I just absolutely love, by um, an author that is uh, that we enjoy. very well known in, in the Avenist um Ellen White. Yeah, Ellen White. So in Evangelism, page 21, she says, and I just absolutely love this. It's so powerful. Too much time has been given to those who already know the truth. And I think Mm. that is just just so timely because as a church, um, and I look at it a great deal from my husband's perspective of him being the pastor because a lot of pastors spend so much time fighting the fires within the church that leaves mm. very, very little mm. time mm-hmm. to do mission outside of the church. Yeah, and we all do that, whether we're the pastor or not. And so we just spend time putting on programs for ourselves, by ourselves. So, you know, how many years ago yeah. did Ellen White state this? Too much yeah. time has been given to those who already know the truth. Yeah, and that, yeah. That's... And, and I think another part of that is not only putting on programs, like if we're putting on evangelistic series or whatnot, but even just social events that we do in our church... Oh. Um, which is, uh, which is a really good positive thing, but if we have so many socials and so many potlucks and so many get togethers within our church and that Mm -hmm. it leaves no time to be out in the community or, or we're not inviting our friends from the community to be part of our social gatherings. Yeah. I don't want to bring them to social gatherings, but that's another, that's another episode. We just, just invite them to your missional community. That's what we want to do. We're not putting on general events for people and we just anyway that's another story but having socials like if you have a harvest party at someone's house that's a great way to get to know people and have other people get to know yeah others within your Your missional community can put on a harvest party camille and i are are having a little back and forth here that's okay (laughs) that's okay um yeah so anyway are you okay camille yes yes i just don't (laughs) agree with you right now (laughs) Uh, all right well well, no 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 i have this other book um, the first one I mentioned was Saturate by Jeff Vanderstel. Another one I read early on, which was really good as well, is called Small is Big, Slow is Fast by Caesar Kalinowski. Small is Big, Slow is Fast by Caesar Kalinowski. The subtitle is Living and Leading Your Family and Community on God's Mission. Really, really good book. Um, all right. Anything else, Camille, before we wind out again, if you have any more questions, just email us seanbrace at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, MLab Podcast, as our sweet little Acadia Bell will tell you at the end as well. Mm. We're on uh we're not on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. 
we're on Facebook just under our name, Sean Brace, Camille Brace. Um, so yeah, anything else, Camille? Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris Ogay. Follow us on Twitter at MLab Podcast.